You are now listening to the Hexgrid Heroes Podcast Network. For sci-fi, Pokemon, high fantasy, or horror, check us out wherever you get podcasts and online at hexgridheroes.com. Before we get back into the session, uh, I kind of have a couple apologies to make. First one's going to be to Eric. Uh, a couple sessions ago, I asked a question that was heavily geared towards a, a Star Trek fan, and you are not. So I'm going to gear this week's question towards you. I don't know what the fuck that was. It was an O noise. Okay. Um, Eric, on a scale of 1 to 10, how great of a guy is Sean? Hmm. <laughs> You want me to like roll a d10 for that to find out? No, no, no. Talk a little bit about Sean, your your friendship with him, what you think of him as a guy. He's pretty great. One of ten. Pretty great. Mm, maybe like a nine. Room for improvement, but still very, very good. Oh, nice. Uh, Tracy, how about you? Scale of one to ten. What do you think about well, Sean? Well, I married him, so um, I'm gonna have to give him a ten. Okay. Like, Sean? You don't marry somebody if you don't know. <laughs> <him. laughs> uh, well, you don't stay married. Well, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I would marry Sean. Maybe. But, but you don't give him a nine. If, if yeah. he made that improvement and got the 10, you might I don't, marry I don't know yeah, exactly. if I could handle marrying a 10, though. Like, <laughs> we'll see. I'm awesome. So, I well, yeah, you're awesome. I'm talking about Sean. Uh, Sean, on a scale of <laughs> one to 10. <laughs> How would you rate yourself? Uh, not very high. <laughs> and that's why I love you and you're my 10. <laughs> so, all of that was uh, intentional because uh, today is Sean's birthday and we're recording a Starfinder session. Happy birthday, Sean. Thank you. You also bought me food, which was very nice, too. Thank you. <laughs> well, the way to any man's heart is through his stomach is what I always learned. So uh, just doing my part. That's what grandmother told me. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I'm not the only one that has uh, birthday wishes to send to you. I'm going to play this. It's going to sound like shit here, but uh, I'm going to make it work through the power of editing. So uh, okay. please shut your mouths and open your ears to this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. That is from longtime friend of the show, Robin. <laughs> I asked her to send me something to uh, embarrass you and to make you feel uncomfortable for your birthday. <laughs> so on a scale of one to ten, how uncomfortable are you right now, Sean? Um, eight, but in a good way. Good. <laughs> 
And that's enough uh, jerking off Sean for now. Yeah. I do think we need more of Robin singing, though. She has a pretty right? voice. Yeah, she she made sure to tell me that she doesn't often sing uh, for anyone, but it was 4.30 in the morning. Uh, she was running late for work, and uh, I asked nicely. So, uh... <laughs> Thank you, Robin. And thank you, Don. You're welcome. Happy birthday, buddy. Now yeah. let's get rid of that third-party piece of crap you call a character. <laughs> hey, it's a conversion oh, well, like, no. it is third party it's fine I'm just kidding I'm not going to kill Occam on your birthday that'd be rude you're going to kill Occam on your birthday <laughs> it, it would balance I'm out going, I'm going to make you kill him yourself <laughs> dominate shoot yourself okay. yeah I'm going to put you in an impossible scenario where you either kill yourself or Brasha or Rhapsody dies. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to delete that because I may do that one day. Um, <laughs> uh, last time, uh, during regular meditations to Iomedi, Rhapsody had a highly irregular experience. Uh, Saint Lymiran of the uh, Iomedian faith warned her of the troubles ahead and bequeathed unto her new magical abilities. Afterwards, while the girls slept and Akam and Brasha were on watch, they had a conversation about their future. Brasha invited Akam and Rhapsody to join him on his starship once all this was over, and Akam seemed to take to the idea. The next morning, the plan of attack was made. Uh, the Camoran soldiers that you've been hunting for uh, well over a week in-game, well over three months, IRL, uh, <laughs> were going to uh, divide and conquer this Kriva's crater where the Camoran soldiers freshly healed uh, due to uh, the group's medicine abilities and Rhapsody's newfound healing uh, they're going to explore the western section of this area and reclaim their drone that was uh, scanning the area. To the east our heroes are going to explore and try to learn more about this Kriva and what dark plans he is concocting so far away from civilization. But as the Camorans slipped away from the south out of the wilderness burst forth, a very large brutish figure with four arms chasing two smaller beings with an ugly whip. So uh, all of you had a portal down from the top of the trees. You guys are on the ground. The Camoran soldiers have kind of, you know, made their exit and slipped off into the jungle. You see a couple hundred feet ahead of you coming up just this very large, four-armed, gray-skinned, roaring hulk of a monster just chasing after two uh, smaller blue-gray creatures. And did we make the checks to, or not to know what these we were? Did that at, we did that after the session. So, uh, so they are far enough away. You don't need to do any stealth or anything. They haven't... Well... Yeah, they, they are too far away to have noticed you yet. But you see these creatures, and why don't you uh, give me culture check and a mysticism check? Any of you, all of you. Okay. So. Oh, I do have both. That is good. I also have both. Okay, cool. So. Because <laughs> <laughs> last time we left. I have one point. Uh, I I need to extend my thanks to Brian too because the first official roll of this dice is a nat twenty for twenty four. Oh, mm. cool. 
Funny story, um, I almost also bought you those dice. But then I was like, <laughs> I'll bet he already has those. <laughs> I did not have these particular ones, but thank you. Okay, so I got a 22 for culture. Okay. And a 21 for mysticism. Okay. Uh, I, I also... should my culture too. I only rolled mysticism. That's a natural one on culture. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Brian. <laughs> Brian, giveth, Brian taketh Take away. away. <laughs> uh, Brasha, what were your two checks? Uh, also a 22 for culture and okay. a 12 for mysticism. Okay. Um, with the 20, with the, you all did a great job on the culture. Uh, the the large being and mechanically large. Technically, uh, I did well on the mysticism because that's what I added. The culture is the one I rolled the one on. Oh my bad. Okay, so well okay. with the culture, it wasn't a terrible, uh, difficult culture roll. This is a, a native to the planet of Akaton. This is called a Shobod. This uh, large monstrous humanoid has four arms, uh, and are known for their honor. Their well. Yeah, they they are very uh, an honor based culture. Uh, Four armed race, similar to Akam, but these things look almost nothing like it. They have large tusks, and uh, actually, I, I can throw up a picture of them. There is a picture um, in our chat if you just scroll up. Oh yeah, yeah, we did talk about it after the session. So yeah, uh, that's a showbod. Uh, this thing is uh, chasing after these two smaller creatures, and that's what the mysticism score was for. You all scored well on that one. These are uh, two ghouls. Um, what was everyone's mysticism score again? I'm sorry, I probably should. Mine was like a you. 21. Yeah. Okay. 12. 20, 24. I mean, uh, mine was 24, not 22. Sorry. Okay, no, you know, no, uh, the, that's that's all good. Uh, they were well about what you needed to identify this thing. Uh, ghouls, everyone knows them, little undead, monstrous creatures. Um, these things, uh, they smell bad. They do smell. And uh, with that, with that score, I can tell you they. Okay, let me ask you guys, as experienced gamers, because I I keep getting kind of flip flopped on this. Where people give uh, identifying checks, I've I've heard some people like, okay, you can ask two questions, that kind of thing. Do you guys like that, or do you just want like to like, ask I'm the fine. questions? I'm fine either way. Uh, like Sean found out that that was supposed to be the way you did it in Pathfinder, so he started doing that. Yeah. And but prior to that, we'd always just like, here's the information. So yeah. either is fine with me. Okay. I, I, I feel the same way. I'm just going to give you stuff. Uh, these things are undead. They have undead immunities. Uh, you don't see any weapons on either of these. These things are wearing a simple uh, little belted tunics, just very rough clothes. Uh, very long red tongues are jutting out as these things are being chased by this showbod. Um, and with those scores of a ghoul, you know that they have undead immunities, like I just said, but they can, uh, some of them also can carry a disease called ghoul fever. Uh, mm -hmm. And their uh, physical attacks can cause paralysis. So this is what you see, this uh, four-armed hulking thing just whipping this ugly-ass whip. This thing is just barbed and just lethal-looking, and he's just whipping. Uh, you know what? Give me a living life science i didn't 
make the check last time, so. Oh, okay, okay, you, so yeah. So uh, somebody, somebody else did, and you told us, like, basically. Oh, that's right, okay, yeah, so yeah, this ugly-ass whip is a living whip, it's called a Xenolash. Uh, it is a, uh, a, a living entity, but it's just, uh, like, I think of it like a, not like a snake, but like a biotech sort of thing. So this thing is just ugly. It's whipping these ghouls as it's running around. And uh, this is what you see is it's kind of, they're not running straight at you. They're just running north from the south. Uh, Eddie sees these and she uh, she knocks two arrows onto her bow and she's just ready for the uh, the orders. I think when Rhapsody sees these undead, you're going to see a lovely little smile come across her face Mm -hmm. as she pulls her sword and shield. As she will say, Occam, darling. What's up? The the place on the map that I told you to go, take the others and get out of here. You want to be able to take those things? Oh, yes. I'll meet you at the river. I don't want you impeding my fun with the undead. All right. Uh, just in case, uh, here. And I'll... Oops. Wrong window. And I will toss her uh, two Mark One healing serums. Uh, one arm full of a shield, one arm full of a long sword. <laughs> the uh, serums clatter against her armor and fall to the floor. <laughs> I will shove them in her belt <laughs> very fair you're good I was just teasing okay go on goals are nasty creatures don't have to tell me twice hurry up Russia rest of y'all come on and I will lightly jog okay uh Addie sees you uh, start to run away and uh Addie says uh Night Lieutenant, I think I'll stay with you. Uh, you are not uh, required to co- uh, follow my commands, I suppose. Great. Don't think I can court martial somebody else's field agents. Good. I didn't want us to have to fight as well as these th- these things. All right. You handle. The big guy, uh, let me take out the ghouls, though. They they are nasty creatures. Very well. And she's going to uh, dash the opposite way that uh, uh, Akim went. And Rhapsody is going to full charge with a roar right at these undead. So, uh, Bo at the ready. Rhapsody running towards them. We are going to follow Akim and Brasha's travel, uh, I corrected the map, and now I can't get the directions right in my head. Uh, they travel southeast uh, towards the uh, location marked on the map. Yes. And uh, so, fun, boys. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, Tracy, if you want to hop off and start to collect yourself. Thank you. Uh, and I'll get with you when we can record uh, this fight. All righty. Cool. Love y'all. Love you. Bye. Bye, Tracy. See you soon. Okay, so Akam and Brasha, uh, you you run behind, you run to the south and towards the east, marked on the map. 
or towards the location marked on the map. And as you get a few, uh, just a few paces into your jog, Akim, you hear Rhapsody's telltale roar at these monsters, at, the, at the monsters, and you hear another large roar in return. Uh, and you guys are going. What are your two movement speeds? Um, Akim's movement speed is 50. Okay. Mine's 30. That's what I thought. Okay, so... Uh, are you guys going to keep pace with each other or do you, it's fine either way. You, you both are gun wielders. So distance isn't too much of a big deal, but just thematically as you're running along, uh, what's the marching order? I think Occam will keep scouting ahead. Like he'll fall back and, you know, keep contact, but he'll probably go ahead by like two to 300 feet at a time. Mm-hmm. Fall back, rinse and repeat. Okay. So when you say fall back, do you mean, Go forward, then walk back, or go forward and hold position until brought go forward and, and walk back. Okay, okay, cool. Um, as you're going along, uh, the first hour of travel, uh, it's a very nice day in the jungle today. There's a sun is filtering through, it's real picturesque. You don't see a whole lot of undead, it's just a nice vegetation. Uh, but leading into the second hour of travel, as you're running, as you're kind of jogging along together, uh, give me a perception check. Both of you. Oh. 17 plus four, 21. Okay. Ha, 24. Very nice. Uh, Brasha, with your uh, keen feline ears, uh, you don't hear, neither of you actually hear any of the sounds of the daytime Kalkarikis, it's nothing. There's, uh, you know, animal chirps and bugs buzzing in the areas, but you don't see any sign of the sting bats, nor do you see any sign of uh, footprints of the uh, Tashtari, those kind of crystalline wolves. And uh, you guys kind of did this last session, but to remind you, during your no, watch, you... No Migo footprints? No, no Migo footprints. Uh, although, uh, fun little thing, I was looking at a, at a monster to throw in the near future, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I was, I was looking up info on it, and uh, it was <laughs> it was another goddamn Eldritch thing. Uh, thing. I won't yeah. tell you what it is until I, I do throw it at you. But I, I'm I like, so, did it have sure? somewhat conical body and like asymmetrical arms? Yes, Sean. It was a or or Roken. Yes. <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> I can't even recall, but I just <laughs> it's, it's hilarious that you did. Um yeah, I was just I was just flipping around like, you know, I'm just, you know, potential uh encounter type things, you know, things that are gonna be impactful, things that have fun mechanics to play with, and I'm like, oh this is neat, and I'm like this name sounds familiar, and I Google searched it. Eldritch. Uh <laughs> so uh no, no, no eldritch tracks, nothing from the first world or the outer gods realms, nothing from uh, the abyss. Just nice little, uh, you know, teeny tiny little hoof prints here, just like smaller than deer even. Or the Starfinder equivalent of a deer. But it's just a, yeah, <laughs> it's just a very nice, pleasant day. Uh, from behind you, you hear, you know, more, you know, the, the clang of metal on metal. Uh, roaring both android and uh, otherwise but uh, into your 
third hour of uh so uh looking at i'm looking at the map mm -hmm. where you left rhapsody was right at the upside down campsite okay so um you know and each of these hexes takes two hours was one it? hour one hour, hour. yeah so we're about halfway there yeah uh so you are yeah so i'm looking at it right now as i'm talking so that's where you are. You are two hours out from there. You guys are going to take a more or less straight shot there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so into your third hour of travel, you can no longer hear the sounds of battle uh, raging behind you, but give me another perception check. Uh, 18. Okay. Bad. Eight. <laughs> okay. Um, Akim... Are you wearing your helmet right now? Yeah. Okay. Well, on your helmet, when you're when you're kind of looking around, you're kind of I don't I don't know what sort of HUD your helmet has, but um, you seem to be getting a little bit of static, some sort of communication, some interference. I'll go ahead and leave it on for now, okay. and, unless it begins to impede my actual sight. Nope, no, it's just uh, all of a sudden, like, it's it's, it's as if you're uh, in signal. Like, you, you're catching a signal. Oh, like I'm picking up a signal. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. all of a sudden, yeah, like, you had your, you know, whatever systems going, but all of a sudden, you're aware. I don't know. I don't know a good mechanical way of putting this, but, uh, yeah, you're, you're detecting through technology or perception or whatever some sort of signal um can i make a check to try and tune in on it some more yeah please uh computers or engineering i'm pretty sure it's computers but yeah if you want to and actually you know while you're doing this uh tell me like do you have a hud i feel like we talked about it once before but it's been uh, a while yeah, especially since he's taken gone and upgraded Karina and such. Mm -hmm. I think since he's disconnected from the main Karina, all he's got is the Karina and the gun, and she's a lot weaker. She's just an AI, and mm -hmm. so um, she's like a fragment of the normal Karina, okay. essentially. Um, and so she can't really do much other than... Uh, talk if need be so he is relying on his own ability okay this so okay uh, cool that, that that helps so give me computers check then so uh that actually helps me a lot uh, he does have a hud but it's like probably really basic sure um, direction like you, you know go ahead feel free like you know this like, is a game uh, you can add could display okay effective he can Okay, so yeah, your time, your uh, current temperature, um, and, and you have a pop-up for a antivirus software update. Um, I block it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad joke on my part. Uh, yeah, yeah, so okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Karina, like, all of a sudden pops up. Oh, Akim, I'm, uh, I'm detecting a, a signal. Oh, I've noticed it, too. Trying to... I just see if I can pick up any decayed wavelengths. Cool. And you have a data jack in your head, so you can do all this mentally now, right? Yes. 
So I can do it completely just with thought. I don't have to use any of my hands or anything. Which is funny. You have two to spare, but you wanted to go hands-free. So yeah. So maybe like in one of the like jaunts forward, instead of, you know, rushing back to, to Brasha, you stand there a moment, just collect yourself. And do you give me a computer check yet? Do you give me a score? Uh, yeah, it was a 17. Okay. Uh, yeah, with the 17, uh, it's garbled. Uh, there, there is a voice. Uh, it's speaking in common, but the words are all jarbled up. It's kind of thing. Like, you can't quite, but you definitely get the feeling that uh, you've kind of found a pocket in the uh, the, the breaching or the jamming that your uh, technology was experiencing before. Hey, I'm going to wait for the rest of them to catch up. Okay, so to be clear, the rest of them is just Brasha. Oh, okay. I thought yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the no, no. I, I, I explained poorly. The Camoran soldiers had slipped off, like at first sight of that of the Shobod, they kind of did like a little head head wave uh, <laughs> towards the other direction, and they left you to deal with this. So they they've been gone for a few hours. Okay. And Addy stayed behind with Rhapsody. Gotcha. Okay, so uh, I'll wait for Brasha to catch up. And okay. be like, I think I might be able to get some signal here. Uh, here, and I'll hand him uh, Karina the gun because Karina the gun is heavy. Um, <laughs> what kind of gun is Karina? Is she the street sweeper? Yeah, she's the street sweeper. Okay. That's been modified to be conical instead of a long range. Boom. Gotcha. Uh, so I'm gonna uh, portal my way up as high as I can and then climb up the trees. Let's see if I can get a better signal. Okay, uh, give me a athletics check as you uh, climb your way up. Uh, fuck, that's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I'll come back to you in a moment. Uh, Brasha, uh, Akim said he had a signal and then he just portaled up and he just handed you a gun kind of unceremoniously. And you're kind of left yeah. alone on the jungle floor right now. Um, with the AI that mildly has mild animosity towards you for some reason that I'm not entirely familiar with. That's right too. That's a good. That's a good uh, thing. So yeah, you and Karina, uh, the gun, are on the jungle floor alone together. Um, I probably sit down and whip out a couple <laughs> tools and start tinkering with the gun. But you son of a bitch. <laughs> as, as you as you set set her, I'm gonna call her, I'm gonna call your gun her. Okay, just as you set her in the mud of the jungle floor, uh, a voice chirps out. I assume she has a speaker. Yeah, I'm okay. the gun speaker. Oh, of course. So uh, in, in a, in a <laughs> fair from the from the uh, barrel of this gun, uh, a whispered voice. Russia. Russia, what are you doing? Oh. Hello, Karina. Just uh, checking our circuits, uh, making sure everything's steeped up. I am in fine working order, Brasha. Well, if you weren't, I doubt you would be able to diagnose yourself. I feel that is more Occam's realm. Did you ask him for permission? He handed you to me, so... Yeah... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking chaotics. 
roll me uh, diplomacy or bluff. I don't. Oh, this is kind of uncharted territory for me because you're speaking to an AI, so it, I don't have stats for uh, um, Karina the AI. So I don't know what sort of. <laughs> I, the the shard and the gun is just a flavor thing. It's not mm -hmm. officially there in a mechanical sense. Sure. So if normally they get twice their tier on uh checks like sense motive and stuff okay but, uh, if you want her to just have like a flat roll or something uh that's fine because it's just a gun well it's just a gun but it's also a shard of an ai so i mean i want to give it something and it's something we can work on we can do a little give and take so i'll, I'll do the double the tier if that's cool okay so she gets plus four then i guess okay for, because she's an AI too, mm -hmm. uh, so that's gonna be eighteen. Oh yeah, yeah, you should have rolled that. Okay, thank you. Oh, it's sorry. Higher. No, no. What'd you get? <laughs> um, I got a twenty without my bluff die. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Karina got an eighteen. So, um, I have been backed, backed up. Yes, my my programming has been backed up to the ship any tinkering you do any harm that could happen will be revealed when i get back to my poor self so oh be careful i'm not trying to uh, mess with your ai programming i'm trying to see if all of your physical functioning is up and working i have a trigger and a barrel Oh, actually, and a boost feature. So, you know what? <laughs> Fair. Uh, very well, Brasha. Just know this. I detect anything untoward. There will be hell to pay. Buy a girl digital dinner first. <laughs> I'm stealing that line. Um... <laughs> <laughs> He, he's just grumbling and mumbling um, okay. random things about, like, <laughs> as if I have <laughs> enough to pay hell or something like that. <laughs> but he, he's just going through, like, taking bits of the casing off, checking wiring, making sure everything's sure, uh, sure. soldered tightly. And... Okay, yeah, give me, uh, give me an engineering check as you, uh, you know, not identify, but kind of pour over this uh, AI... Find that it's not a uh, out of the box model. Well, you don't know how bad he rolled. What was your score? Fair enough. <laughs> uh, twenty-two. Okay. So yeah, uh, go ahead, go ahead, John. You can talk about your own gun. You know it better than I do. So uh, out of the not out, definitely custom. You would probably find that instead of a focuser on the front uh, for the harmonics, which would normally propel sort of like a encased shockwave forward, it has a sonic disperser instead, which causes it to go conical uh, with more of a shotgun-like shockwave. And uh, there are other like little sub-modifications to it that give it like the ability to record sounds, uh, quick data uplink to uh, speak Ooh. wirelessly with uh, his helmet. 
Uh, it it has Wi-Fi basically. Okay, good. Uh, and with the twenty-two, I will say that uh, in your tinkering, you don't accidentally trigger a uh, stink bat, uh, a sting bat, uh, <laughs> burst of sound because that was one of the last sounds that uh, yeah, Ockham had recorded. The last sound in it, so yep. that's the current loaded one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Karina has waifu Wi-Fi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I kind of see everything that uh, mostly like the uh, the dispersing uh, mm -hmm. mechanism that he has on it, and I kind of just uh, bolt everything back up the way it was, and then I pull out one of my laser pistols and start fidgeting with uh, that and trying to uh, flip the focuser around in that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, trying to turn mimic it, it into a. I'm trying to turn it into a laser pistol shotgun. <laughs> Fucking A. I love it. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll leave you to tinker. I'll leave you to tinker, and then we're going to go up to uh, up in the trees. Occam, you just rolled an eight on an athletics check. I did. To, uh... Unfortunately, that's going to be a different... You're not going to make any progress, and you're going to slide back down onto the branch that you were on. You are 140? Uh, at maximum, yeah. Did you... You know, I'll, you know, I'll say there's branches. I'm not going to... I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going to restrict how many branches a tree has. You are at your maximum height, you know, through the portal. Um, there are more branches up ahead if you want to portal up again to a oh, higher. Yeah. I'll, I'll repeat portal if I can. Oh, get high. gotcha. Okay, yeah, yeah. At this point, yeah, you are uh, you are high in the tree. That's at this point you are you can't land your portal on any other branches above you. So um, you are as high as you can get with portal. Uh, give mm. me another computer check. A computer's check? Yep. Oh, that wasn't very good. Eight. Uh, with your computer's check, uh, it's garbled, but it but due to the higher altitude you're at now, it is a little more clear. You hear at or ill. And it's it's a it's a male voice. Uh, a deeper male voice than mine. Um <laughs> but uh you you can't you know it's clearer. But uh, you feel like it's it's not even so much the height, it's the distance. Like, you know, you look at your HUD and, like, say that there's a... a <laughs> I'm going to rip off Batman. Uh, say, say you know, you do, a th you, you do your little tinkering and you find that uh, the, the percentage towards 100% of perfect clarity of a message, it's closer than what it was. It's probably about 38% here. But uh, with all your computer controls, you don't really think it's the height at this point. It's uh, distance towards the signal. Jammer. Being, uh, well, closer to the source of the signal being transmitted. Oh, okay. It's a better way of putting it. Yeah, but this is uh, you're as high up as you can. Uh, let's. I'll say you're about 300 feet up in the air. Uh, <laughs> it is a long way down, but um, from here. You can try. No, no, you, you got the eight on the computers. This is a, as good as you're going to get it from here. You're going to need to move forward. Okay. Then uh, I'll head back down through the portals. Okay. No problem at all. And uh, you portal, portal, portal down. And uh, Brasha, are you standing or sitting as you're tinkering away? Uh, I'm probably like sitting cross-legged. 
Okay. I, I didn't want to speak for your character, but that's kind of how I saw it too, just sitting in the in the dirt, cross-legged, uh, tinkering away. Uh, give me an engineering check, or uh, engineering... Yeah, engineering check to uh, tweak these uh, laser pistols. I'm only going to do it to one of them because I'm afraid that it's going to explode. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, 17? Okay. 17. Uh, okay. Uh, no, that's that's a good enough check. You, you're tinkering around. You, you have the mechanism all splayed out. You're a seasoned uh, uh, tinkerer, uh, crafter purveyor of artifacts uh so yeah you're able to get it in there you know get it all splayed out flip it around and you feel pretty confident that this may have done the trick uh when i see uh Occam portal back through uh i'll quickly pick karina up uh <laughs> brush her off of any of the dust that she's sitting on and say uh <clears throat> Don't worry, Yakim. Uh, she is in fully functional condition. I'm gonna make a sense move. Sure. Not because I don't believe what he's saying, mm -hmm. but because I'm trying to figure out if he did anything. Okay, uh, you can do a sense motive, or if you want to do your own engineering check to uh, give your own gun, you can. I'll, I'll mechanically do either one. Thematically, that's kind of what you're doing. Uh, I'll do sense motive. Okay. Uh, that's an 11. Uh, it looks fine. You go over it. Uh, you know, the, the casing is, you know, maybe you pop off a panel. You don't, you know, you give it a shake. You don't feel anything uh, loose rattling around in there. Um, and Karina chirps up. Akim, why are you shaking me? I'm just making sure nothing's loose. I all just went through and did all of that. What? Don't pull apart my gun in the middle of a fucking jungle. But I don't sense anything. Actually, <laughs> roll a computer's check for Karina to uh, for her to self-diagnose. Uh, natural twenty and twenty-four. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, uh, she. All systems appear to be fine. However, I am at limited functionality as I am simply a shard of the whole. But I don't believe I'll blow up in your hands, Akim. That's. <laughs> I just, I give like, like a sneery face through my mask. I like mm -hmm. to show this like, very disappointed cartoon frown. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, because you kind of have an emoji functionality on your uh, faceplate. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just finishing up uh, getting the rest of my casing back on my laser pistol. Sure. Uh, yep. Smiling widely. Uh, <laughs> getting to do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, Akam holds Karina a little bit closer and is just like, come on, let's go. We need to get closer. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, Karina, uh, from your arm says, um, was going to ask, what did you find? But you, you covered it. Okay. So <clears throat> you continue on. On where do we go? Okay. You, uh, travel for another hour. Uh, give me a, uh, well, okay. As you're walking into this now fourth hour of travel, 
I'd have to kind of like keep a mental dot on my screen of where you're at. Uh, now you're well into your fourth hour of travel. It's uh, it's midday at this point. The sun is as high as it's going to get. It's it's warm, but it's nowhere near as warm as uh, it was above. Uh, give me a perception check as you guys are running along. Uh, 22. Okay. Uh, 21. Okay. I'm sorry he went up to you. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's still uh, much much of this area still looks the same, but uh, you do hear uh, the faint, like, in the distance, you can hear faint babbling river water, the same river that you were on, presumably. You kind of hear that in the faint distance, and uh, you feel like maybe this, this moving cool water is kind of cooling off this entire area. But uh, as you're picking your way along this portion of the jungle, you start to find remnants, uh, portions of uh, building started, then abandoned or completed and have been completely degraded away. And as you uh, continue on into your fifth hour of travel, you're, you, you see uh, kind of a, a bit of a clearing where there are large structures. These structures are uh, covered in moss and overgrowth. They are completely covered, but as you look closer, you can see that these are uh, this is building equipment. These these are vehicles used for the creation of construction. Uh, construction drones, if you will, large ones, but they are completely covered up. Uh, Akam, give me another computer's check as you uh, you are now uh, dirty twenty. Okay, uh, it is uh, clearer still. Uh, you you figure it's about seventy eight percent clear. It's you can distinctly make out it's common. You hear the words Earth, ill, Aro. It kind of just repeats this kind of it's about 30 to 40 second long message just kind of on a loop. But you, it's still just, you know, degraded enough that you can't really tell. But this area you feel, uh, you look around, there's not as many trees. You can see a little bit more of the sky above and it is clearer. I have, uh, I have a question. Sure. Do the exact same parts chop out every time? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's <clears throat> more or less, yeah. There, you know, words that sound like words, words that sound like some words, but those are the three clearest terms that you can make out. Okay. Um, what I will do is set my helmet to record as we continue moving along. Sure. And have, um. I can make like a DJing check or something or a computer check if you'd prefer to um, overlay the sounds on top of themselves in that oh. uh, designated loop. Oh, I like that. No, you could choose whichever whichever one you feel. Both well, fit, go sound good to DJ me. DJ because that is my highest check. <laughs> <laughs> You're that guy. <laughs> well, other other than acrobatics, I think. Okay. Yeah. No, that's totally fair. Not, yeah, not, yeah, go it, for it. It's even higher than acrobatics. Athletics to jump is my highest. Oh, that's right. Yep. But specifically to jump, mm-hmm. so that's a fifteen. Okay, yeah, you uh, you have an overlay. It's it's uh like it's kind of weird as you're going along. It kind of like it gets a little better, but not a whole lot. It's it's like uh, you're watching uh 
I guess the best analogy is like, say you're watching an art stream on Twitch and someone's drawing. It's like they, that speed drawing, that kind of sped up, you know, progress, but you know, mm -hmm. it gets a little better, but not a whole lot. Does that make right. sense? Um, and I do want to note that I will have stopped near those construction drones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for now as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you are, you kind of, you know, they're, they're still a little ways in front of you, but you know, with your perception, you can definitely make out the size. The, there are too many straight lines kind of, you know, glinting in between the, the, the strands of vines laying all around. Okay. Uh, I will approach them. Okay. Uh, if, if they seem like they've been used within like any time soon, like they're mm -hmm. covered up artificially as okay. opposed to throwing over them, I will approach more cautiously. Okay. Russia, are you moving closer? Yes. I'll be probably 10 or 15 feet behind Occam. Sure. Okay. Then both of you give me a perception check as you move towards this closest hulking thing. This thing is 20 feet tall, 10 uh, feet wide. Okay. Aha. 20. Okay. Uh, Brasha, as you walk up, you see uh, Akim almost step on a bit of cable, a bit of thin cable sticking up. And uh, Akim, you step on this line. Shit. <laughs> I need you to roll me a reflex save. Uh, that's an 11 plus... What's my reflex? Where... It, there it is. Uh, plus 5, so 16. Ah, 16 uh, is perfect. So uh, this, this cable, uh, as you step on this line, you feel like that... As you step down, it feels like that feeling when you step on a, a spring or a trampoline. You feel tension on your foot as your foot connects to the ground. And uh, from your from the left, a, a log comes swinging down at you from the trees above. Uh, but with the 16, you're able to uh, leap back out of the way to avoid a, a log trap. All right. Um, so it's like, well, seems like people don't want anybody taking a look at these. All the better reason to, right? <laughs> Prasha has like one hand on his chest because he thought he was just going to get absolutely dacked. And he just goes... Yes, uh, <clears throat> perhaps we should uh, stay a little closer together, though. Better to have uh, two eyes closer. Two, two, two eyes, two eyes on the path, right? Once we need to approach, yes, but I can get past any more things like this. Give me a minute. Uh, and I will um, hand him Karina again, and I will, like, point at him <laughs> and be like, don't open her up. Russia has one hand yeah. at his belt already and just like slowly <laughs> raises it back up to hold. Uh, and he'll turn around. He'll go back to where he was standing with the log, which I assume is kind of like reaching its uh, pendulum point. Yep. Uh, he'll just like wait for it to calm down and like steady it. Okay. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I will you're able to go ahead at first and take another perception uh, just to sure. look around. Absolutely. Uh, that's a 14. Um, you're not able to really see anything. Uh, you, you do, you know what, Nat? 14. I'll give you circumstance bonus because now you know what you're looking for. You do see that near the other drones in uh, different locations. There's actually uh, more around this same one, kind of like on each 
side of it. You see uh, kind of buried above this, you see, a, you know, a, a log being perpendicular in the, in the, in the greenery. Okay. So yeah, with the 14, I'll give you a circumstance bonus to kind of notice better now that you know what you're looking for. And how yeah, far you do away see is that this drone? Uh, you are, uh, it's about 15 feet away from you right now. Oh, okay. Um, I will just portal myself on top of it. The slow okay. way. You... Sure. Oh, oh, so you won't take a point of burn. Yeah, you'll just portal rips open. You're able to step through and you are now on top of this drone. And it's, um, I don't want to be lazy, but uh, it's like a sci-fi Tonka trunk. <laughs> it's just a, it's got a big, uh, got a big shovel-like protrusion on the front big bed behind you it's empty but uh it's completely overgrown you know everything has just overgrown everything here and as you look around with this higher ground you see uh two more of drones similar to this uh um do they have a manual like input override anywhere or a data jack uh, well, when I say they're like Tonka trucks, they are literally, well, not literally, they have a, a cabin. They have a, you know, oh, so as you, you stand on there. Just drive them. Uh, you can, you, you, you know, as you're standing on top of it, you are standing kind of in the cockpit cabin area. You know, you feel like a hollowness as you kind of, you know, thump your boot on the ground below. Okay. It's overgrown, but, you know, that same, like, that kind of hollowness. All right. Um,. So I'll uh, go ahead and take a point of burn to boost my uh, my elemental defense and okay. uh, phase through the roof and get into the cabin. You uh, cut phase out. into the roof and get into the cabin. Oh, <laughs> I forgot your I fucking forgot you can do that. Uh, yes, you you are able to uh, uh, kitty pride phase through the top of this and you are sitting in. Uh, kind of a, a spacious cabin type area. There are two seats. Uh, there, there's a control panel in front of you. Every no, you can't see out. It's complete. It's it is dim. It is dark in here. It's not total darkness, but it is. All the foliage around has uh, overgrown everything. But it is dark in here, so uh, you're either going to uh, need to pull out your flashlight or. Uh, yeah, I'll pull out the flashlight. Get dark vision. Okay. Uh, so yeah, as you're looking around, you see uh, in front of you a, a series of di- uh, controls, panels, levers, a typical construction, you know, thing. This thing can be automated. Well, you don't really know that, but I just said it. So uh, it can be automated, but this can also be manually controlled to where the, you know, a, a, a living person manipulating the uh, particulars uh, can be done. And I'm going to zip over to Brasha real quick. You're standing there with Karina in your hands. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to be looking out for any movement at this point since okay. we've we're... Now I forget, did we make it to that point on the map or was it that we're like... No, no, you're still... You're, you're close. You're closer. You're about two, two hexes two okay. away from the structure itself or the, uh, the, symbol, the symbol on the map. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you want to give me another perception check as you're standing out here. Yeah. Hmm. 18. Okay. Uh, you know, 
this area is largely cleared out, but uh, back a little bit, sorry, a little to the south, a ways from you, not far, let's call it 30 <clears throat> feet away from you, there there is a, a rather artificial looking structure overgrown. And uh, with the 15, like it feels, it's, it's only about a six foot tall shape but it's clearly uh, more vegetation grown over a thinner structure, no more than a foot. Uh, then I'll hoist up Karina and be like, Karina, can you get in contact with Arkham? Of course, Prasha. Arkham. <clears throat> eh? Russia would like to speak to you. What's up, Russia? <clears throat> There's a, a thing. A thing over here. It, uh, it's really overgrown, but uh, I'm going to check it out real quick. Keep an eye out for more traps. I saw some more logs strung up, but I didn't see any of the tripwires. Got it. Uh, hmm. All right. Well, I'll... Uh, I'll be careful then. I'm going to see if I can get these things started up. I might actually be able to clear out a lot of the traps with it. It's meant for digging and construction. It should be heavy duty. <clears throat> well, so long as it doesn't attract too much unwanted attention, I can say that uh, that would be a uh, very welcome uh, addition to our search party or whatever you want to call us well I think unwanted attention will get smushed by it so there's that as well <laughs> fair enough and uh and I think I did a, a poor job of uh, describing this thing this thing it's um six feet tall uh you judge it to be about eight feet wide but only about a foot thick uh give me an intelligence check Russia. I can do that. Right now I'm picturing like a like a short telephone pole. Yeah. Or like a locker. Uh, until... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Locker size. That's that's pretty apt. Okay. Um, it's a 13. Okay. Yeah, uh, you, you, as you walk closer to it, um, it's, a, it's a sign. It's a, it's a metal sign driven into the ground. Hmm. It's got uh, one pole going down and about five feet up, uh, the this the base, the frame of this sign is uh, completely overgrown. But uh, if you want to kind of chip away at the uh, the growth, uh, yeah, I'll pull out my uh, my plasma kukrian. Oh, nice! Try and like uh, have it like flat with the sign and just like mm -hmm. zip straight across. Shave, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, uh, I don't know right off the uh, the hardness of uh, of foliage, but yeah, this thing with the, the, the heat just blitz right through here. And, uh, oh, fuck, I forgot to give a name to this construction company. I'm looking around for a... Uh... Mud bucket. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> you, you see, you see, a, uh, you see a, a cog, a logo at the top of this, and uh, underneath it says... Mud Bucket's brother building. 
presents a future site of Starfinder Lodge 4-22. And we're going to zip over to Occam as you're uh, pouring over the uh, kind of control panel of all these things. Uh, give me an engineering check as you look for a power source. Okay. Uh, that's an eight. You know that this runs on some sort of electricity, but you're unable to really lock down exactly uh, where it's an old, old model. This thing, uh, you just know it's eight. I got to kind of be honest with the rolls. Uh, this thing is very old. You know it still runs on the same similar energy. It isn't used like fossil fuels or anything, but it's completely foreign to you. You don't quite know heads or tails uh, of this. I'm going to see if I can I know this probably won't work but I'm going to see if I can either kind of wake it up or recharge it by using uh, my my new healing thing I'm going to try and undo time to it oh okay uh, so yeah this is a for I mean this isn't anyone's first episode but uh, <laughs> we haven't we haven't used this really before uh i don't really know how it works but i'm willing to uh you know i'm a flexible guy it's, so yeah uh some healing uh basically i accept a point of burn and i mm -hmm. can do my blast in quote-unquote healing to okay objects uh people you name it okay um what's the range of this thing what's the range of your blast uh, oh the range of my blast it, of this blast. Uh, oh, it's touch. So I'd have to touch. Okay. Okay. Mm. You know what? I'm a nice guy. Uh, so I... So yeah, you put your... Say you, uh, you know, you run your hands along the controls. You know, you you see an area where there's a, a, a physical keyboard and a screen. You you know, say you put, put your hand on that screen and you blast. What does this blast look and feel like? Um, I feel like radiating out from my hands is the sort of edgeless refraction uh, mm -hmm. happens and then it just creeps across and like anything that has happened over a random amount of time determined by you and a combination of the dice um, like just undoes itself and it's okay. the way it was. Okay, uh, sure. Yeah, that's what this looks like is you're pouring through. Um, what? Tell me what kind of role... Uh, this is uh, 2d4 plus 5. Okay. So that's a 3, and that's a 1. So 9. Oh, because you have you, you put your weapon spec into these things. Uh, yeah, I, it just it nice. told me is the, the light weapons in my blasts got weapon spec. Nice, I love that. Uh, and it's paying off, because before, you know, the other guys with their favorite weapons, you're like, oh, I put it on my blast. So now it's it's nice, it's working out for you in this way. So yeah, this diffraction goes along and it kind of like, like a wave, it goes over this control panel and you start to see some of the lights start to light up here and there, and then they fade back down. Uh, you feel like it has been too long for you to uh, affect it in this way. Okay. This thing is sat for Give me life science. Along fucking physical, physical, physical science rather. Give me a physical science. Let me see. If I think is that. <laughs> I do. I have. Okay. Physical science. Okay. Uh, plus four, thirteen. Uh, hundreds of years old. That's all you can tell. It's <laughs> hundreds of years old. Yeah. 
It was worth a shot. So, I'm gonna uh, try and open the door if it was locked. Okay. Lock it. Okay. Uh, yep. Uh, not locked. Uh, a, a manual, kind of a bolt thing. So uh, no, no electric locks at all. But there, it was unlocked. But you do see where it would be like latched to secure it. Mm. Uh, but the foliage is uh, pretty difficult. You're able to like you know strain actually give me athletics check as you're you know you're straining to push open on this on all this uh growth um, that's over this door eight but if i can get it open just a crack i'll yeah it and just like take my time and blast away the foliage around the edges yeah i'm cool with that yeah you can yeah as you're pushing you know you have to put you know you have your legs locked you shoulder deep uh pushed hard against this door you're able to open a crack and then blast it with your hands does do, do these blasts make any sound or anything or uh i mean the sound of um like the things being affected by it i imagine because sure effectively just snapping vines and branches yeah because the way i imagine like it actually deals damage to a lot of living things is it quick mm-hmm. ages them while simultaneously not replenishing any of the things it needs so Atomic Ooh. decay happens, uh, oxidation, oxidation happens, mm-hmm. um, things like it needs nutrients, but those aren't being replenished fast enough, etc., etc. This is a terrifying ability you have. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So the way the way this probably looks is uh, all these branches just start uh, wilting and dying and be going going brown and brittle and snapping, and you're able to after a a few moments go along this crack you made and you know as you make progress the door opens more and more and you're able to burst this door open it's this door is uh it's not rusted but it hasn't moved in pres- presumably hundreds of years so you having to push this thing it opens up and you see this kind of open area the other two large drones in the distance you see brasha standing with his plasma kukri out and you have opened the door. What'd you find? Uh, nothing too interesting. Just this was going to be a Starfinder base. Well, that had to have been a long fucking time ago. These things probably a couple centuries old. I got it to hum on for just a second, but I think the batteries are completely dead. <laughs> Brasha thinking about trying to jury rig nine pistol batteries together to <laughs> actually I gonna... hey I'm gonna see if I can get any more traps cleared out around here you want to take a look at it you're better at the bits and parts than I am <clears throat> I can give it a look but uh, if it's really that old it's going to probably be more more effort than it'll be worth, but uh, sure. And I'll uh, kind of head over, hand him back his gun. He's like, hold on, there might be more. And I'll look around for any of those like logs that are hanging up and I'll try and just blast the um, main support ropes like that they swing on. Oh, nice, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, give me a perception check, just, you know. Uh, 20 due diligence. Okay, yep. Yeah, you see it. You're able to blast it. Do you need a it's DC 5 to hit a, a space? So, you know, I'll say you're able to uh, just take how blast. Takes. Yeah, yeah. 
so yeah, you uh, you do it. You snap, <laughs> you snap the the support, and the do you do it to just one, or you just go around and do it to a bunch? Do it to any of them I see. Okay. So yeah, you spend a couple fifteen minutes, say, just going around, just blasting these things with your time blast, chrono blast, I should say, probably. One one uh, and yet, is clear. I'll tell him to come over, and I'll just keep clearing out the rest too. Okay. Yeah, you spend a fair bit. You're just blasting, and then we'll have a brasha you're able to climb into this ancient cabin of this drone and you have dark vision so you can see clearly uh what what i display described uh, to akim before this very ancient but you know there's buttons like you're used to there's keyboards the keyboards are all in common i didn't say this to akim but just to be clear everything's in common sorry you said they were centuries old but it's only been like what 300 years since the gap uh it's been 318 years since the gap ended the gap lasted for thousands of years oh okay but yeah. so are these potentially like gap like gap uh mechanical things give me a f- good question um give me intelligence give me intelligence checks that's a natural one for one <clears throat> it could be from the stone age you don't know Pretty metal. <laughs> Iron Age. Smartass. Oh, am I making one too? Yeah, yeah, both of you. Yeah, you know, you know, as you know, maybe Occam perks up, you know, these could be pre gap. Oh, that's a seven. Oh, Russia, that was a... <laughs> uh very, very old. You know, you you don't you know, you recognize the language that are on some of the, the panels and uh the buttons, you know, you look at the configuration of where it's seated and you don't feel like giants use these nor did tiny oh well, you know tiny creatures could have nope you just can't quite you can't lock down it's just very very old um i'd like to try and find the battery of this thing if i can okay yeah give me an engineering check come on oh wait this is the dice for engineering yeah now, uh, 16. Where'd you get, Occam? I got what? Okay. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Uh, the, um, on the perception? Oh, no, on, the, on that engineering when you were looking for the, uh... Oh, uh... Shit, I don't remember. It was lower than 16. Anywho, uh, Brush, as you're looking around, you're walking on this, this metal deck plate, and you, you notice that there's lines in the center here. Uh, there's a panel. You're standing on a panel. I'll lift up Mr. Panel and see if it's like a service hatch. It absolutely is a service hatch. Uh, and you see uh, a, a series of... There's not as much vegetation that has been able to seek seep in through the cracks that led to here, but there is still some. Uh, with your dark vision, you can see clearly down here. Uh you do see that down set towards the front of this thing. There is, uh, this is an access hatch to the engine bay. Cool. I'll hop on down. Okay. Uh, hold up. Sean just sent a message. So <laughs> go ahead and say it. I can see clearly now the vines are gone. And that's the episode title. Um, <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, you uh, you climb down. It's it's close quarters. You're having to squeeze, um, but you're able to you know make your way to this engine bay, and you do see a truly ancient battery uh, configuration. Actually, give me an engineering check as you look at this this setup. All the all the wires and stuff faded with age, presumably. Fifteen. Uh, 15, yeah, this is a, a design that you are not familiar with at all. Their configuration, the the shape of it, uh, it doesn't look like any, and you've used, you've tinkered quite a bit, you know, there's, it's not completely alien to like, you can't, you, you, you can recognize that this is a power core, but it doesn't look like anything you've used in the past. <clears throat> hmm. Um, Okay. <laughs> This is going to be a really bad idea, but we're going to fucking okay. do it. <laughs> um, I'm pulling out the one arc pistol. Okay. I don't remember who we pulled it off of, but I know we got one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came off of the um, uh, the robot, didn't it? The step or the oh, the guard. Yeah, the guard. The yeah, your uh, your jailer. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Is this the, the anchor or the arc pistol? I don't remember the anchor. Okay, the anchor pistol, that was from the, the drone that, drone. or the robot. The the, the Abadar Core robot had an anchor pistol. Yeah. The arc pistol, I, I can't remember, but I, I know you have one from somewhere. The piles of bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to pull out the arc pistol and the... Uh, Electro Vorcestus glove. <laughs> okay. And uh <laughs> I'm I'm gonna uh have the glove touching the uh one end of this battery and the pistol on another end of this battery and I'm firing them both up and seeing what happens. Okay. <laughs> uh you know this thing you have it point blank. I'm not gonna have you roll to see if you hit. Um, roll damage for both. <laughs> okay, so it's going to be 1d6 and that doesn't help me. Oh, uh, another thing description wise, uh, while he's looking for that, uh, is this like a drone with wheels or is this like a drone that like flies when it's on? Uh, while, you know, while, uh, Brasha is, you know, priming this up and he does this, I'm going to zoom over to Akim still, uh, blasting away. And as you're looking around, these things do have large treads, like, a like a tank or a sand crawler from Star Wars, okay. but, uh, they, they are, uh, physical treads, no you know, repulsor craft at all or repulsors uh, at all. These are large treads, uh, longer you know, if you want to clear off any of them to like look closely, you would see that they are uh, uh, very strong polymer vulcanized rubber. But uh, due to age, a lot of them are brittle. Some of them are snapped entirely. But uh, what are you doing while you know you're just you know blasting away <laughs> at, the, at the foliage above you, and logs are just dropping, you know, one by one. Uh, all around. No, not in any sort of danger where, you know, you're not going to hurt yourself. 
right. but uh, you're just dropping these things. So it's causing a bit of a noise. Uh, and Brasha can maybe hear some of it muffled where he's at currently. But uh, what else are you doing while you're kind of walking around? Like, honestly, Occam's not that worried because this is a relatively clear space. Mm-hmm. Off of that, um, we're not quite at like the place where we are headed, which is where no. he people to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I, he, I would believe that a couple hours of travel is definitely out of earshot for just logs falling. Sure, yeah, you know, you're in a forest; logs are gonna fall, oh. and people hear them. And he's standing on top of the thing, which means he has a good visual vantage point. So cool. All right, he's just blasting. He's keeping an eye on the compiling of the audio. Okay. Thinking. Yeah. Do you want to? Do a, how about we do another computer's check now that you're this much closer? Okay. That's not very good. That's uh, another eight. Dang. Nope. Uh, unfortunately, not. Um, it doesn't sound. Uh, it sounds better, but uh, you know, proximity. It sounds clearer. You hear another word. Okay. And it's at the end, like you know, as you listen to it, you start to hear like a cycle, and uh, you hear "ud" at the very end. You hear earth, ill, ro, ud. So, you know, you're just, you know, slowly piecing these words together. And it's, you know, everything else is just, just garbled. It's just not clear at all. It's just kind of hard to lock down. And you're not doing so hot <laughs> with your computers. Yeah, that's, that's fine. He'll keep clearing the area, making sure progress is safe. Okay. Uh, if Brasha can't get this thing started up, he'll just give up on it after. Okay. But it, he feels like having a not quite assault vehicle might be good. Mm-hmm. Sure, absolutely, yeah. Uh, give me a perception check as you're looking around, as you're just kind of you know walking around like, like you're on a phone call and you just you can't sit still. You got to walk while you're on a call. You're just fiddling with your uh, your mask. It says that um. <laughs> that I do that too much. Like, I can't sit still during a phone call. Oh. At, uh, 17. Okay. Uh, with a 17, uh, further east, I'm so glad I flipped that around. No, wait. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, east, uh, you see uh, uh, another, sh- like, it's, it's completely clear in this area. It's like a clearing, no trees whatsoever in a, like a 50 air, 50 foot kind of spread and uh, kind of like where this the high noon light is filtering down, there's a shape covered in uh, foliage. Cutting back to Brasha in the engine thing, did you figure out how much damage you're uh, I did. putting out? Uh, okay. Exactly minimum damage for oh? five electricity damage and zero plasma and energy damage. How did you do zero damage? Because uh, the Electro War Glove is a melee weapon, and I have a negative one strength. <laughs> okay, uh, still you can't. I think you can only do one damage. Like, oh, you okay. can't do like DR can reduce it to zero, but is that in that right, Sean? Like, like if I punch you and I have a minus one, you still have to take one point, right? It, penalties reduce it to a minimum of one or one non-lethal. Um, okay. But DR or energy resistance can actually reduce it to zero. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you do one point of this. So uh, and you do as you do it. Uh, this thing just shatters. Uh, you know, one side has the 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 gauntlet. The other one has 
this pistol, and as you hit him for both sides, this thing just shatters like porcelain. And you have uh, fragments, but, uh, you know, you don't recognize the configuration. You know what? It, it is actually porcelain. Like, you just broke a spark plug. Uh, <laughs> a science fantasy spark plug. You just shattered it uh, from hitting it from both sides. And it's brittle from age, sure. Uh, so this <laughs> thing just... The, the whole area kind of lights up with electricity for a brief moment. Uh, and, you know, maybe you feel like, you know you wouldn't know this because of where you were at, but if you were in the cabin, you would see like the briefest flicker in the cabin light up for an instant and then gone. Do I hear the sound of things breaking? Uh, do you hear the sound of things breaking or do you maybe hear Brasha curse? Maybe. <laughs> I'm asking Brasha. Yeah. Uh, Brasha is like, he, it just like explodes right in front of him. He's just like blinking there. Uh, and then he pulls the glove off and starts trying to take apart this <laughs> pistol. <laughs> You're just... Clearly, clearly, this okay. is an overamped pistol. Uh, yes, <laughs> I love that. Like, it, it it blew up in your face, but like you know, you didn't take any damage. It just broke. So you just like sigh and you just start tinkering with your thing in the middle of this thing. It's cramped, like you know but you're able to like move around enough to gather your tools and you start tinkering away. But, uh, Akim, I don't think you, he, he, with all the, the logs that have, nah, that's not true. The logs are done dropping. You don't quite hear it. He's a little ways away and in a confined area. So the sounds kind of dampened, but you don't, well, you know what? No, I'll, I'll give a perception check. Give me a perception check to, uh, a pretty, I'll say 15. I dropped my die and it rolled all the way around my desk. Like BB-8? Like, it landed it from my desk, bounced, mm -hmm. hit the ground, changed direction, and bounced me. <laughs> nice. I, I got it right. Uh, uh, yeah, that's only a seven. Okay, no, uh, nope, you don't hear it. You just, you just, you, you see the shape. And, uh, the, the shape is completely, it's also overgrown. Uh, but there's nothing around it, but you do see a bunch of just, it's like over, like this area, I should say, like, it's clear of large trees, but there are vines and grasses throughout, but there are no trees. I'll go inspect. Okay. Uh, you broke up. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. That's all I said. Yeah. You go up, uh, give me a perception check as you get closer. Uh, it's a 12. No traps. Uh, you, you walk up to this thing, and this thing, it's about the size of a porta potty. Of a porta potty. Little, little, little shorter, a little uh, wider around, but it's 10 by 10 by about 7 feet tall. Uh, this thing is completely. Uh, that's a lot bigger than a porta potty. <laughs> Okay, you know that's fair. So okay, I, I was thinking like you know it's 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 squat. It's a it's a giant. I'm making, body. yeah. It's it's, Don it's with one his for king sized porta potty. <laughs> you know maybe the uh, the race that the 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 mud buddy, mud bucket, 
Mudbucket. The Mudbucket Brothers. Maybe they're a larger race that need larger shitters. Uh, <laughs> you go to this thing. It's t I'm going to stick with it. 10 by 10 by 7 feet tall. Why is their engine room so cramped then? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Immersion broken. Ah. <laughs> I'm making it up as I go. Uh, you walk up to this thing. It's, I, I'm, it's, it's, this it's supposed it's, to just be a little detail piece and we were supposed to pass it by. <laughs> But I love that, like, in a true TTRPG fashion, like, no, stop the fucking game. Why? <laughs> it's it's perfect. So, no, this thing, it's, it is uh, completely covered. Uh, this, it's a high concentration of this stuff, of the, the vegetation. Uh, so much so that you can't, you know, before you could, like, move a branch or here and there and, like, pick out, you know, the, the sign yeah. or there's a drone. This is completely, like, just covered uh i'll go ahead and sort of just like slowly like not from a mechanical standpoint but just kind of like mm -hmm. like short range flamethrower or just repeated blasts basically just kind of like back and forth sure yeah yeah like, like i got gotcha. you yeah okay yeah yeah you uh you do it you cover uh you you start making uh you make progress it's getting through uh takes a it takes a good bit this thing is was completely covered and as previously said it's much bigger than it should be uh but you get to it and uh you you find uh it's a computer terminal now this is interesting and brasha we're gonna cut over to you real quick uh you're are you still tinkering with your pistol i see you typing i'll wait yeah i was i said electric and plasma from the electrobor instead of electric and piercing Okay, I was wondering how you're. I just went with it. It's it was one point of damage. Um, okay. It, it just said E and so, yeah. and my brain was like, yeah, plasma. That makes sense. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, that, that's that's fair enough because plasma damage is E and F. So, plasma E and I, I can see how your brain would get that. So yeah. Um, uh, you're. Are you, you, I'm climbing out of this thing. Um, okay. But absent-mindedly, like pulling everything off of this pistol because there's no way that one of our simple little pistol batteries should be stronger than you know one of these giant you know car batteries basically mm -hmm. so i probably have like as i'm squeezing through like a screwdriver in my mouth and i'm just like rotating <laughs> the pistol around it <laughs> okay um, but yeah, so yeah, you spend a, it takes you a good, a good minute to maneuver your body in this cramped engine bay back out onto the hatch uh, and into the cabin. Are you going to exit the drone? Oh yeah, I'm just uh, <clears throat> when I exit, am okay. I like elevated? Like, is it um, off the ground? Oh yeah, it's about six feet up. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so I'll just look for Occam from here. Okay. Yeah, he is to the east of you, uh, south and east of you, uh, in a clearing. Uh, you just see him just blast, like, uh, doing these kind of artfully delicate blasts sw uh, side by side, uh, at this clump. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, like, hop down and start jockeying over and just be like, Akim, I found the problem. What was it? 
the main battery was shattered. It was just running on a, like a backup generator sort of deal. Uh, <clears throat> didn't I look might be like able to fix that. Uh, it didn't look like all of it was fully there either. Uh, plus, there was a bunch of vegetation in it, probably damp. I think it would be more effort than it's worth at this point. I guess it's fair. I found a computer terminal. I'm going to see if I can get it up and running. See if I can learn anything from it. Or if it's got any parts worthwhile. Fair enough. Fair enough. So it's going to be really old tech, so let's see. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, as you have this thing pretty much cleared away, uh, there, you know, you clear off a little more to find the uh, the access port to this, and you're able to uh, uh, log into this uh, computer terminal. It's it's all in common, but uh, you're able to do it. Give me a computer's check as you kind of peruse this. Uh, 19. Okay. Uh, Brasha, do you have something to... Uh, I'll just aid him if I can. Sure. Well, uh, the night... Yeah, go ahead and... Yeah, I'll let you get the aid in, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I have a plus 10 to computers. Okay, so you auto-aid. So. <laughs> uh, perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're able to, uh, get in, uh, you see that uh, it's a it's an ancient thing. It had a mud bucket. I should have wrote it down. Yeah, mud bucket. Okay, the mud bucket brothers uh, proprietary terminal. Uh, it's you know it's very Fallout kind of computer where there are root menus and all that, but there's no fire. Uh, you with your 19, uh, your 21 rather with Brush's aid, uh, you don't detect any firewalls or anything like that. And you you're able to you know go through these root menus. You see that. The uh, Mud Bucket Brothers had uh, earned the uh, commission to construct a Starfinder Lodge in the jungles of Triaxis. Uh, a large. God damn you, Skill Monkey! Uh, sorry, Skill Kitty. Uh, you go through these root menus. You see that they were commissioned. It was approved. <laughs> and uh, construction. Uh, you know, you find a. a not not warden foreman yeah a foreman's logs of uh of uh the progress made their details problems with the uh the vegetation hard to uh, keep at bay certain uh creatures keep uh skulking around and messing up work sites uh it you know the kind of continues just like de degrading detailing this this story of uh the the mud bucket brothers you know earning this this commission this gig uh and then it just started uh going to shit as problem after problem arose finally the uh, the final the final entry in this log is uh is a it's an audio message that's being transmitted up to a space and uh as you're able to access it you hear this aloha hello birthdays well, they're a lot. They're a lot like cannabis. Sure, they're great, but once they run out, you're just in a deep depression. So what I want you to do this birthday, Sean, is just take a power drill, 
Wrap your penis around it. <laughs> turn that bitch on. Because tomorrow, it's going to be way worse. And I'm just sorry to tell you that. But happy birthday, bud. Was that Tim? That was Tim. <laughs> uh, I don't know how well it's, it played through here. I can upload it onto here so you can hear it in its fullness. But uh, that is the message that is broadcast. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Just this farewell <laughs> message. 